I'm the strawberry. And I'm the biscuit. And, and this, this is, is the Steven Universe Podcast. Hello, we're back. Hi. I'm Anna. And I'm Swathi. And today we watched two new Steven Universe episodes, uh, Joking Victim and Steven and the Stevens. And we have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. They were fun. So, um, let's jump right in. So, Joking Victim uh, starts with Amethyst playing a prank on Steven, where she gives him french fries, and they have fire salt on them, and it makes them really spicy, and he, like, breathes fire and stuff. And so, he goes to the donut shop to, like, douse himself in soda <laughs> yeah just like a monsoon of soda and uh creating a huge mess and uh Lars says to him do you know who's got to clean that up Sadie basically yeah. um and he slips in and he's like oh no my back I hurt my back oh I can't do anything yeah and and Sadie sort of begrudgingly is like all right like I'll fix it because you're being like yeah sort of that like you're gonna keep whining about it so I'm just gonna get it done yeah sort of thing I'm I'm gonna have to so she starts cleaning it and then he's like oh my back he continues to whine and she she actually gets kind of worried about him and she's like why don't you go home Lars like it doesn't seem like you're okay and I'm like the whole time like are you kidding me you're letting him get away with this and uh, so she ends up hiring Steven as a, a, I guess. Like part-time help. Yeah. To, to fill in for Lars. He's like an intern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they watch this hilarious video, um, which is on a tape. And he's actually like, what's that? And she's like, it's like a DVD shaped like a box or yeah. something. <laughs> she's never seen a VHS before. And I'm just like, what the hell? The like, next generation. Kids these days. Um, um, I also really liked when she was showing him around the, um, like, employee lounge area. It, yeah. It just brought me back to my college job. Because, what was your college job? Um, I worked at my university at, I was in the film department renting out equipment. Oh, right, okay. And it was that kind of, like, just lounge around, kind of, like, like he had a poster of uh, Tiger Millionaire on the wall. Like, yeah. So we put up our own stuff and just kind of make it our own space. And she's like, sometimes we nap on the napkins. And I was like, sometimes we nap on the sandbags. Like, <laughs> this is just what, like, work is. Yeah. So uh, it just felt familiar. Yeah. Um, so they watched this, like, rap video of Mr. Smiley explaining all the rules and regulations. Very, very 80s, like, instructional video yeah. VHS kind of era. And... <laughs> So they watch the video, and Sadie's, like, so bored, and Steven's so into it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, why don't we surprise Lars? And uh, they decide to bring him some donuts. Am I missing something? Well, yeah, we have a little bit where Sadie's Sadie kind of opens up to Steven oh, yeah. about, about Lars, because Steven's kind of like, well, you should hire me. And Sadie's like, no, I, like, I'm... Like working with Lars, yeah, and and, and he gets deep a little down. Bump. He's a nice like guy. he's a he's a really good guy when you get to know him. And um, like there was this one time that I'm trying to remember what. Oh, he want he really wanted a video, a video game. game, but he was banned from the place. Yeah, so she waited for seven, seven hours, hours to get it, brought it over to him, and he made her player too. And and during this whole thing, I was realizing how much I was Sadie. Like you were talking about how you were Lars when yeah. you were a kid. I was Sadie in college. I had a very Sadie Lars relationship, where like where she where she lights up so much of like 
and it was clear that he'd like cleaned up his room a little and he had a box of crackers. And I was thinking about this one time with my roommate used my car, uh, left it unlocked, my GPS got stolen, and so he bought me a burrito to say sorry. And, and, and like, I was, he bought me I was a burrito. so touched. And it was just like, no, that shouldn't no, have been the thing. That's not enough. That shouldn't have been the reaction of like, oh, he's so sweet. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, he better buy me a burrito and a new GPS. Right. By yeah. the way. So a lot of that was just like I could yeah. I could see that Sadie bit of like you want to yell at her and being like, he's using you, but at the yeah. same time. You kind of get it. Like, I, I you'll did excuse it. anything. It's yeah. the you person get, you like. When you get the kernels of kindness that you feel are special to you, yeah. which is like, like he calls her player two, and she's like, I'm, I'm player. I'm, yeah. I'm special, me. and I'm yeah. player two. And and he uses that on her, like, a lot to, to get out of things and to make her feel special. So it's so, really manipulative. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think it's that, like, somewhat consciously, but somewhat, like, yes. Yeah. He's just kind of, he, he knows that doing it kind of gets him out of stuff, and but I don't he's think not, he realizes how much it hurts her. Yeah, yeah, I think he knows that it works, but I don't think he's doing it to be mean. Yeah. I think it's, he's doing it without thinking. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, her, her talking about it sells Steven on it, and he's yeah. like, oh, well, let's fry them, bring him Yeah, some. let's bring him some donuts, yeah. since his back is hurting and stuff. You know, he's an optimist. And, and, and so they go, they go to find Lars, um. They go to his house, and he's with the cool kids, uh, Buck, Sour Cream, and Jenny, and uh, they're jumping on a trampoline, so it's clear that he's not hurt. And he brags. Yeah, and on top of that, he says, I got out of work by faking sick, uh, faking a back injury. And And uh, you also get that little bit of, like, you kind of guess at this point. And I think a couple episodes ago, too, that Sadie has has a crush crush on on Lars, Lars, but this one, it makes it more obvious because... You know, we look at it as we know Lars just wants to hang with the cool kids and be cool. Yeah. But Sadie zeroes in on, oh, there's a girl there. Yeah. He must like her. Yeah. You know, like she's, that's the part that bugs her. Yeah. Um, Because later on, uh, to get revenge, they prank Lars in the same way that Amethyst pranked uh, Steven. Except they kind of do it wrong because they add too much fire salt. And I was kind of thinking, just the look of it at first, I was wondering if it was um, like a gem sort of, yeah. like a gem fire salt sort of thing, because it looks sort of magical. Yeah. And then the fact that he starts breathing actual fire was like, yeah. I think it's a magical. It's definitely a, yeah, magical, it's a magical thing, because he's like literally breathing yeah. fire instead of just being like spicy. Yeah. Um, um, but <laughs> yeah, we also get some. We get special Steven Star Eyes. Yeah. Which is Steven Universe Star Eyes. Yeah, they're, like, so cute. I love them. He's like, it's gonna be so funny. It makes me so happy. And, uh, so Lars is like, oh, my back, he comes into work, and he's like, I, I think I need to take another day off. And, and Sadie, Sadie just, just Sadie just has, like, a fuck you face. Yeah, she's just like, hey, Lars, wanna have some donuts? And she just, like, gives Does your one. back still hurt? hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, damn, don't fuck with Sadie. Like, don't. Yeah. Um, but it's too much. And he's... And he starts breathing fire. All over town. Just setting the whole town on fire. Yeah. And uh, we, we we see Mayor Dewey with a giant bowl of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're like, oh, of course. Of course. And... Um, so he melts all that. He melts the entire thing. And, uh, and, and then... Uh, Steven kind of admits to doing it or, uh, like, takes the blame. And Lars starts running after him and breathing fire at him. 
and Sadie is like, no, actually it was me. And you, you made me feel special. And I thought that we had, uh, you know, a special thing that night, but like, it, it seems like we didn't because you, you, you were like lying to me and you're, yeah, hanging out with another girl again. That was another, and again, Stephen not knowing, just like and yeah. boys, and, he doesn't get. And you were hanging out with other boys. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get what Sadie's mad about. Yeah, but um, uh, that was another going back to that Ready Player Two thing, or the or <laughs> Player Two thing. Um, is he uses Player Two because he knows that it works? Yeah. Um, but she brings up that feeling when, on the other side of like. Am I player two because you just needed a second person? Yeah. Like, could player two be anybody? Anyone. Or am I special player two? And yeah. it always does come down to that with those, at least in my experience with those relationships, is that you you get put in these positions that you feel like, are, like friends put each other in yeah. positions of like, I want to hang out with you. I want, uh, yeah. I'd like you to come over because of, I like hanging out with you. Yeah. And then, and then you, with, uh, you, you feel special, but right. how are you? And then with users, <laughs> they say that, but it's more that like, I need this thing yeah. and you're a person that can offer it to yeah. me. And so she brings that up of just like, am I player two because you needed a second person? Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Both Lars and Sadie are pretty insecure, but mm-hmm. in totally different ways. Like, I feel like Lars uh, is insecure and he is mean and Sadie's insecure. And so she, she like will grab onto any niceness that she feels, especially coming from Lars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they're both common and a lot of us can see ourselves in one or one or more of those positions at times. Um, and I also thought about that again, this is one I hadn't seen it since I think I started watching Steven Universe, so it's been a while, I didn't realize how much I related to Sadie in this one. Yeah. In the bit where she she does this all, she lets it all out. She kind of yells at him about all of these feelings. And then she quietly goes and starts putting out all the fires. Yeah. Basically just cleaning up his mess without... Again. Yeah, but, like, not not in any way. She doesn't talk to him anymore. She's, yeah. she's like, quietly doing it on her own, like, off in the distance. Yeah. And I was like, I've done... Like, I, during that time, I was like, I it's did so, so many symbolic. nights of just, like, like, just me alone in the car, just cleaning up their mess, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh. But then, it, because Steven Universe is about growth, Lars is like, I could help you. Yeah. Like, unless you Le- want to be alone, but I could help you clean up this clean time. Up. Yeah. And you're like, good. Good job, Lars. Like, you're, yeah. you're taking steps. You notice that there's a problem here. Yeah. So. Um, it's so funny that, like, this episode is about uh, Sadie and Lars, and but we kind of see it from the point of view of Steven, mm-hmm. which he it, he feels so oblivious to what's happening. And actually someone, someone said to me that their interpretation of this was that uh, Sadie and Lars had sex for the first time because she says, like, they played the game and he they hung out all night and stuff. Uh-huh. And she seems so hurt and she's like, I thought I was special, but, like, you were hanging out with this other girl. And so that's how they interpreted it, which is fine. I feel like they're kids, and I, I don't know if I, I saw that. But Again, I think Steven is – I mean, the Steven Universe is so much about metaphors for yeah, things. Yeah. That, like, just like we talk about how fusion sometimes feels like sex, even if it's not literally sex. Yeah. I think this is that – the, feel, Same, the yeah. feelings that come from being – Intimate. Feel, yeah, yeah, being intimate. So it could be, like, the feelings that come from when two people have sex for the first time, and then yeah. they feel used. Or And I think it's – 
it can be that, like, I mean, I, I look at it, I think, in the same way that, that you know, they're younger, and, and yeah. I don't I, I don't really see sex literally any, like, any time in Steven it's Universe, just, yeah. but I think they cover those feelings a yeah. lot, so. It's, it, it's I, I still, like, yeah, it still applies. Yeah, like, exactly. The lesson still applies. Which um, is what, I mean, that's what the show is so good at, is that it, it, it covers so many situations, like it, so many types of situations yeah. because those feelings kind of are universal. Yeah, over and a they lot apply different... to so many different situations. Exactly, this show is so good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so well written. So, Sadie and Lars have such a long journey ahead of them, and their yeah. relationship is really interesting and really, uh, it's it's uh, it's unique and it's also universal, which is so Steven Universe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think theirs is the most uh, to me I think theirs is the most like literally relatable one Yeah, because they're the two just sort of human teenagers yeah. that are going through or, human yeah, teenager things like, but, like I feel like the cool kids are a little bit older than them and mm-hmm. that they're maybe preteens are like young teenagers but mm-hmm. yeah like 14 exactly and, Yeah, it's that kind of we've had the same sort of exact experiences rather than the same metaphorical experiences yeah. this is the rest of Steven Universe but yeah so I don't know if it's it's not doesn't necessarily have to be the most like poignant yeah. kind of thing in Steven it's, Universe it's a but very it, simple story yeah, yeah and it still hits home yeah yeah um so, so this is the first I think big step for the two of them because Sadie actually calls them out on some stuff yeah and, which... and we actually see how she like she's more overt about how she feels yeah rather than just kind of little glances and, or little and hiding because she's like scared of rejection probably and like oh yeah yeah just like everyone you know yeah. your first crush you're just like oh my god yeah and even if you have those moments where you hang out and and like everything seems perfect you're still like but do you like me am i special right and um yeah it's uh, it, it is really like sadie is really relatable for sure Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like we all let ourselves, uh, be abused because we, like, like someone or, like, we want someone to respect us and we, and that's just, yeah. I know, yeah, I was gonna say, again, we're kind of diving yeah. into personal, but I feel like as Steven Universe goes on from here, we're gonna get more personal in that kind of stuff, but, um, it, it is that bit of, if you like somebody you're willing to do something for them yeah and sometimes that leads to doing stuff for people that are using you rather than like rather than you know like there's some people that just receive good vibes and they're like thanks i I appreciate and there's some people that receive them like i got it i got this now yeah like i got another thing thanks bye i can (laughs) can now expect this from you right right some people the difference between giving to people who expect it and giving to people who just Use are grateful for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting arc, and I'm excited that it, it goes, uh, it goes on a really good journey. So it's yeah. just a start. It, it's I, I I don't want to keep harping on this, but like <laughs> it is on the surface level, it's just oh you know from Steven's point of view, they're like uh, oh it's a fun prank we could play on Lars, but like it's so deep like from that. If uh, I feel like it applies to even if you're a kid watching it. It, it still resonates. Well, yeah, if you think about it from a kid's point of view, it pranks can either be fun or um, if you take Sadie's age out of it, it could be just 
when you're mad at somebody and you want to make them sad because yeah, you're sad. because they hurt you. You know, yeah. and, and sometimes you have that, that, like, that instant response of, like, I'm really mad right now and I did a you thing about lash it. out, yeah. And, and then later you're like, oh, oh I'm, I shouldn't have lashed out. And yeah. kind of like when people tell kids to, you know, you know, cool down a little bit and, yeah. then, and then act. Yeah. And, usually, and also, like, usually if you cool down, you won't want to act so it, yeah. as harsh. And also, like, the whole, like, he, she started a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's always, like, it doesn't matter because you continued it. And, like, this this whole thing is, like, what Lars did isn't okay, but what Sadie did isn't okay either. Yeah. And uh, and I think the show makes that pretty clear, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a good balance of, of feelings and actions. Yeah. Um... Want to talk about Steven and the Stevens now? Yes, let's talk about it, because it's, it's a bonkers episode. It's, really, <laughs> it's very fun. Um, so in Steven and the Stevens, we have them, um, like you mentioned in the pilot episode. Was, oh, it, yeah. was it ever aired? Was it an unaired pilot? It was unaired, okay. for sure. So the, the unaired pilot had a, a little bit of a different style that we talked about, had a similar premise of finding this... Object, um, this magical object. That, yeah, it's a little t- like kind of time turner. Yeah, object that can let you go back and and sort of wish yourself back to change a uh, situation or a mistake or things like that. So this episode follows that same idea, um, and it starts with them, the Stephen and the gems in sort of this underwater gem location where it's just filled with all of these um, hourglasses. hourglasses of different shapes and sizes, and they're looking for a particular one, and they're trying to kind of guess which one it is, which made me <laughs> laugh. It's, it's so reminiscent of Indiana Jones and the Last yeah. Crusade, of just trying to pick the goblet, the go- yeah. and like you pick up the wrong one, and it's just like, you chose poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and each gem picks a, picks a hourglass that kind of, is similar to them. Yeah. Like, Steven picks the small, cute one, and, like, Pearl picks, like, an elegant, like, pretty one. one. Yeah, and then, um, Garnet picks like, the biggest one in the this room. This huge butterfly. Yeah. yeah, and then, um, Amethyst picks, like, a kind of fucked up one. It's a really wonky one yeah. with, like, instead of two what sides, she say? three she's sides. Like, she's like, this janky one or something like that. Yeah, and I'm so just like, that's so Amethyst. So they all kind of pick one that is their style. Yeah. Um, but Amethyst picks hers up. Yeah, which, so she touches it. Which Mistake. was the chose poorly part. Yeah. But, and so every, like, the water starts rushing in. Um, and I, I also liked just, I don't know, I think it, um, canon-wise, is a throwback to the last time they tried this, because they said it's, yeah. you get a hundred years chance. Yeah. But I also kind of liked it maybe referring to the pilot, because Pearl says, so like, remember what well, happened the last time, time we were here? Yeah. And I was like, ah. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was kind of like a nice nod to the pilot while pilot, still making yeah. sense in the actual, actual canon run of it. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, the water starts pouring in and they're trying to escape, but Steven runs in the opposite direction of the warp pad because he's like, Amethyst gets to keep hers. I want to keep the one I chose. Yeah, and it goes to his tiny little hourglass. Yeah. And... Um, um, and Garnet has to like save him. By yeah, like, Garnet shapeshifts. Yeah, a little she bit. extends her arm. Yeah, uh, which is not the is it the I first think it's the first time I saw her do it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess Amethyst does it a lot. Amethyst does it all the time. The other two prefer not to. Yeah, I think. Yeah, um, and so she reaches out, snake like, and snatches him back to the warp pad, and they get home safely with uh, a lot of water and some sea animals, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. 
and they're kind of arguing about, oh, it's going to take 100 more years until they can try again and get it. Um, but Steven's very excited about Beachapalooza. Yeah. So there's like Which a Which is like the Coachella of Beach City. Right, yeah, yeah. Um. Coachella was was just like a little stage <laughs> a on a little beach town with yeah. fifteen people that came. <laughs> um and it's, yeah, it's kind of it's almost like karaoke for the beachgoers. <laughs> um Um so he's he runs to go see his dad who's gonna perform with him. And uh he gets there and and Yellowtail Yellowtail is backing his boat into the car wash. And um, it and, doesn't fit. And yeah, it, like, it's too big. It's it, stuck. Yeah, it breaks the. Um, does it break it or it just gets stuck? It just like s- smushed in there. Yeah, and and so uh, his dad's like, oh, I'm, "I'm sorry, I can't go. I have to deal with this." And Stephen gets really sad, and he's like, "Oh, I wish I had uh, told him. I wish I'd like been there to tell him." It was too small. It was yeah. It was, the boat oh. was too big. Yeah. And he says the boat was too fat. The boat was <laughs> too fat. So yeah. funny. It's too fat, Dad. It's too fat. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he wishes it, poof, he's back in time, and he re- and the boat hasn't been uh, backed in yet. There's still time to stop his dad. Uh, so, so he does. And I think this is one of my favorite, just like payoffs of this kind. Yeah. You know, like I've seen this this sort of thing before, uh, where especially with like time. Time reversal or time looping kind of things where something goes terribly wrong in one of them. Um, but so, and you try to stop the wrong thing, but the, the and it comedic, just gets worse. The comedic timing is so good because it happens so fast. Yeah, but he he stops him and and immediately the boat drives forward, hits a lamp, it or it catches on fire. The whole and the whole building catches on fire, the, and, and it's like, just like so much worse. Um, <laughs> and so he's like uh, oh man I gotta go back in time and stop myself from like stopping, stopping dad, dad. Yeah. and like he he goes and does that and he's like oh man so I really wanted to now like, there are two Stevens yeah I really wanted to like perform and stuff and he's like wait I could perform we could perform with each other and so they go back in time a couple more times and they have a whole band full of Stevens yeah eventually they have four Stevens and they uh, are performing uh, song Steven and the Stevens. Yes, yeah, they perform the song Stephen and the Stevens, which is a very fun song. Yeah, and um, and almost instantly start getting into just like band drama. Drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of infighting a little bit. Or uh, original Stephen is trying to give them personas. He's of, like, you're the smart Stephen, and you're the um, sensitive Steven, and you're the funny Steven, and I'm the handsome one. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to sort of, like, the boy band personas. Um, <laughs> but the other ones start getting upset because everyone's Steven, and so... So they're equally all of those Right, things. so, like, one of them starts being funny, and he's like, no, you're not the funny one, that someone's smart, he's like, but you're not supposed to be the smart one. Yeah. And then they get mad because... Because if mean. he's the handsome one, yeah. then aren't they handsome? And Yeah. Because so, everyone's Steven. <laughs> so they, they go and write a song about him, about how he's a big, fat meanie. A big fat meanie zucchini. Yeah, <laughs> and you kick him out of the band. Yeah, and he's like, "I started this band. I'm the original Steven. And he, uh, what happens? They just he he tries to go back and like erase all of it. Yeah. So he goes way back to the beginning, but then the other three Stevens have follow time turners yeah. too. So they all follow him, and so it sort of it just piles on and on. Um, There's so many Stevens, and it it keeps going because like he bouncing back and forth in time and we see them uh show up in in past episodes yeah. in different locations <laughs> where they're they keep trying to 
find the right spot to go. And as they pile on, there's more and more Stevens, and they're all getting into, like, fights and, like, like wrestling on the ground and fist fighting and everything um, until Steven tries to go way back to the beginning. And we, of the episode. Right, when we're back in that gem uh, cage with all the hourglasses. Yeah. And... Um, he tries to stop. Poor, poor beginning of episode Steven. Steven. It's just like he has no clue what's going on. They're like the entire room, room is covered in with, Steven. Yeah. And they're all and they're fighting. All fighting. <laughs> um, and the gems are horrified. And they kind of don't react at the same time. They're just like. Well, they're <gasps> kind of counting them. Yeah. Like, what How many Stevens are there? Um, and uh, Steven realizes that. Or Handsome Steven? Original Time Turner Steven. Yeah. Uh, One of the Stevens. Who is defined by his handsome hair. Yes. Handsome hair Steven realizes that beginning of the episode Steven is like horrified and terrified. And he's like, oh god, what have I done type thing. And he's like, he decides to like break the Time Turner. And so we keep calling it a Time Turner. Does it have an actual name? I don't know if they named it. It's like he just sent. He just sent something. Whatever. We're bad at this. I don't remember if they named it. I yeah. I just remember him calling it his little friend. Yeah. But um, it true. looks like a time turn. Like it's yeah. a little ball with the hourglass inside of it. It's yeah. Like palm sized. Yeah. Um, and so he he crushes it, and he's like, and so all of them start to disappear, and he tells Stephen from the beginning of the episode. He tells him like, Dad can't make it to the um. Beachapalooza, and you're gonna have to find another way. And uh, they all start disappearing, and it's kind of horrifying. They kind of, they all turn to sand. Yeah, they all disintegrate into sand. Yeah, and it's like, and one of them like grabs Stephen and is like, "Oh God!" as he's disappearing, right. and like, "Oh man!" It's like, is this a kids show? It's one of those Frybo moments of like, "What the fuck is happening?" I, like original Steve was just kind of like, "What the." Fuck? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, but we cut and see, instead of uh, four Stevens, he now has him and the three gems performing the song at Beach of Palooza. Yeah, and um, so Steven is singing, uh, Garnet is playing a guitar, uh, and Pearl is playing a violin, which I love. Amethyst is drumming. Yeah. It's so cute. It's very fitting for all of them. And, yeah. uh, and everyone loves it. And uh, Steven They get just, a big applause. Right. And Steven sings uh, the Steven and the Steven song with changed lyrics about how he learned from this experience by uh, watching himself die. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he seems all right. He's very happy, yeah. as always. And so. <laughs> oh, this show is so it's weird, a, man. It's a very uh, wacky, farcical episode yeah. of just, um, <laughs> like, you just take time travel, and you're just like, what if everything happened? <laughs> everything. Uh, you're just like, just, just poof everywhere. There's a lot more Stevens, and like, yeah. don't think about it too hard. It's it's great. <laughs> and, and I believe, like, the other lyrics are like, I accidentally created an alternate timeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, he has no idea. Like, he hadn't done any of it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, so they come out victorious in the end. Uh, and yeah. yeah, I think it, it was a fun. We have two fun episodes here. Yeah, um, and uh, I think the the prank one was a lot 
uh, there was a lot more to it than I remembered. Yeah. I, I came in this week just thinking, I was like, oh, no, oh, there's just two kind of goofy ones. Like fillers. Like, yeah, like little yeah. filler fun ones before some of the big stuff happens. Yeah. But, but no, that first one's got a lot a lot of meat to it. Yeah. So. Um, also, like, they're both about the dangers of magical objects. Yeah. Which is interesting. About, like, just kind of... It, Using them as toys. Yeah. Because um, one is like a prank, or it's like a joy buzzer can be fun, but, yeah. but salt that makes you breathe fire is not so fun. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you know, going back in time to wish stuff can be cool, is, but it could... Is a joy buzzer the thing that electrocutes you, like when you shake hands with someone? Yeah, it's a little like... See, <laughs> if someone has a heart condition, that could be bad too. Maybe. I think... I, I've never... I never use them, but I was uh, under the impression that they're not strong at all. It's more, yeah. shock- it's more like surprising okay. than it is like like Painful? hurtful. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more just like a vibration, okay. almost like or, <laughs> or a little like static shock. Okay, but I don't know. Maybe some of them are harsher, but yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah. like, <laughs> gem artifacts aren't toys, kids. Right. Which. Again, Steven's learning that. Yeah. It's, it, I think a lot of this oh first boy, season... Oh boy, he's going to get such a lesson in that. <laughs> a lot of this first season is Steven still very much a child. Yeah. Who, just like, I mean, if you're a kid and you get a magical object, yeah, you want to play with play it. Play with it. Yeah. That's, that's like immediately obviously. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're somebody who's as, uh, as bouncy and playful as yeah. Steven. <laughs> and so it does take a lot of lessons before he starts... Uh, really taking it seriously. Yeah, so very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you want to get into spoilers territory? I do. Um, I want to thank everyone who's listening first, though. Um, for people that haven't listened ahead, thank you so much for listening with us now. Uh, we like going over these episodes with you and and talking them through. And yeah. again, like I love rewatching these now that it's been a while. Yeah. Um. If you want to tweet at us, you can tweet at us at BarryBiscuitSU on Twitter, um, or you can email us at strawberryandbiscuit at gmail.com. Um, tell us anything you thought. Any You could share uh, personal experiences. I think I have DMs on if anything's personal um, that you don't want to shout out to the world, or um, if you want fan art, uh, if you want to show like your own guesses for what's coming yeah. or, or anything like that feel free to, to send us a message yeah talk to us yeah share with friends see if they have uh, similar experiences you do okay uh, yeah spoilers so spoilers now thumb 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 the first thing i noticed that i mentioned to you was that garnet's uh garnet's instrument is a is a fusion yeah it's it's a keyboard guitar which i never thought about and i was like Hey, like that's a cute little <laughs> she's, nod. A, she's a fusion and her instrument's a fusion. Anyway, um, I like that. Yeah, one. it's cool. And what else? Um, I was, I, you, a lot of talk about Sadie and Lars's. Yeah, I mean relationship. We're gonna get into a lot of it as we go along because there's so many episodes. So we'll, I think a lot of this will be rehashed, but. Um, um, so something I want to talk about yeah. is uh, just the fandom's reaction to Lars when he's abusive versus uh, or toxic versus when Sadie is. Oh, I, yeah, I'd love to hear that because I I haven't heard as much of the fandom side of it. Uh-huh. Um, so 
I, because it's anytime like, you have that kind of stuff, it's like classic sexism. Really? Like, okay. uh, people forgive Lars for everything. They're just like, yeah, he's like a jerk, but like, he's so insecure and he's our special baby. Are you thinking of the island episode? Yes. I'm definitely thinking of the island episode. I was gonna say, episode. I, um, I, before I got into it, my roommates had been watching it and I mm. came in right after they'd finished the island episode and they were furious at Sadie. Yeah. They were very, very angry at her. And I remember, of course. Later, I remember later when I got to that episode, Thinking that it was bad, but being surprised by their reaction. Rea- I was like, it was like that was a wrong choice, but I didn't think it was. So I mean, heinous. she did trap them on an island for days. Yeah, no, it That's was it was pretty a, fucked up. It was a fucked up thing, but it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't as heinous as they were making it out to be to me. Okay, but, I mean, different people have different reactions to it, but I yeah. think that Sadie, uh, that both of them are kids. And both of them yeah. are just figuring out how to deal with their emotions. And, like, I think it's forgivable. Like, that's personally my viewpoint. But I feel that when that episode came out, that everyone was just in, like, so much... Like, they were just so mad at her. And it was... I feel like it was an overreaction. Because Lars is such... Like... Lars is... That's his default. Like, yeah, and just because it's his default doesn't mean that he gets a pass. And I feel that people are so much harder on Sadie. And I feel like that's misogyny right there. That's an interesting point. I um, I, I do feel like because of their age, because of that, I, I do give, not a pass, but it's like I don't feel like any of them are, um, are you know, evil in any at any point or yeah or like malicious they, yeah malicious none of it feels malicious because of their age and because yeah. of that that like lack of control yet. yeah like at that point in your life and and like really just and real understanding of other people yeah you're ruled by your emotions so while like i think there's a lot of times that lars is uh cruel to sadie or inconsiderate or using or when sadie does the same back none of it feels um like directly um, malicious. Some of it's or, like cruel. Yeah, some like, of it's those instant reactions, like in this episode where Sadie wasn't gonna prank him, but then, but then he pushed it a little farther, and yeah. she just did it. And she just lashed out. She, yeah. yeah, she lashed out, and it is that like I bet if she, I bet if you asked her, then if she hadn't done it, you asked her the next day, she wouldn't have done it. Yeah, you know, it's that. She it's just that, like, took a minute. To it's just... that young react, like just yeah. quick reaction kind yeah. of thing where you, like you're just hot headed. Inhibitions just, aren't yeah. quite formed yet. Yeah, so I I and, do agree in that. Yeah, and I guess it's just um, like it's it can be hard to understand why Sadie did that. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it again. Yeah, and we'll um, go. We'll talk about it more when we do. But yeah, I I guess I don't know. That's one of the things I wanted to bring up is that they're both pretty toxic to each other. And they both grow, and they, like, especially so recently, the latest episodes, I feel like they're so, they've grown so much, and um, it's really beautiful to see, and I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't hold this stuff against them, because they're so young. And I'd like to see more, like, as we go in order like this, of Sadie, because personally, other than, like, little, little moments like this episode, mm-hmm. where this one was, like, a mean thing, but of course she didn't realize it was going to... She thought it was going to be spicy. I don't think she thought he was going to breathe fire. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, like she mentioned. Like, she so didn't she, think it would hurt him. Right. So I don't I don't see this one quite as cruel. You know, like this one was like 
a prank, but yeah. a prank that had larger consequences than intended, which yeah. which is kind of how pranks go a lot of times. But um, other than the island episode, I'm having trouble thinking of a time that she was really detrimental to him. And I'm, I'm sure there is one, but yeah. I'm not remembering it right now. Um, um, I but mean, I, I, I think that she can be uh, equally unempathetic to his insecurities that like he I think we have a much better perspective as the audience on like what he's going through and Mm -hmm. how hard things are for him like if he's embarrassed that's the end of the world for him right and I I feel that she can be um ignorant of that but I don't think yeah like like you're saying it's not I feel like it's not a huge deal like it's it's really difficult to say oh, you know, she was cruel to him at this point. It's, they're both kids, and they're both just... And and adults do it, too, of just, uh, you see, because you live from your own perspective, and yeah. so sometimes it's a hard time seeing why, why somebody else would do that. Would be so upset by something that seems so small. Yeah, I yeah. remember doing this a lot. Um, when Like, you'd have a friend that was always, people were always, you know, quote-unquote, like, unfair to them and you know as a friend you want to be on their side but at the same time you're like but what if they just had a really bad day or what if they were also on no sleep or what if they (laughs) they didn't realize that you had you know like you, you kind of a lot of times you live from your own perspective and you because somebody you know did something to you or put you out you're sure that it was intentional um I can see that. But, um, yeah, it's, it, I think I'm part of where I'm c- coming to is that I, I'm looking at Sadie now. And so I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to seeing kind of her growth from the beginning. But, yeah. but right now I, I think of Sadie as such, like, an awesome person. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, like, so she's on the so ball. She's so strong. And, and she's, she's so, yeah. She kind of, she's, like, uh, she's a little bit, like, little grown-up Steven. Yeah. Like, not quite as... Like, optimistic. And, it, not quite as optimistic, not quite open. as extroverted. Yeah. But um, she feels kind of Steven-ish. Yeah. Of, like, uh, kind of rolling with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I like that a lot about her. But, um, but yeah, it's been a while since I've seen the beginning of it, so we'll see how that goes. I, 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 love, I love these two characters so much, and I think they're so well-written, and I think it really speaks to, like, how much the fandom loves both of them, like, really speaks to, um, you know, when you're a kid and you think everything you do is, like, kind of horrible and, and embarrassing. Uh-huh. And, then, and then, like, but you, you, if you were on a TV show, maybe you'd have a ton of fans. You never know. Sure. Like, you know, yeah. like, pe- people who relate to you and, and see themselves in you and just really like you for who you are. And it's just it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Um, what else, foreshadowing-wise? I mean, the Stephen and the Stevens is such a one-off. I feel like yeah. stuff like that doesn't happen again. No, there's there's very few episodes that are just sort of a little vignette kind of yeah like, like into oh. like gem tech yeah oh it's but, a fun um, one it, it kind was, of sets a beach of palooza I guess yeah but it's yeah. just a town a town fun thing yeah yeah um and also I feel both these episodes, when I was talking about um, magical items and, like, the danger of magical items, sets up 
what's coming up, which is uh, the mirror gem, right. which is like the mirror being a magical object and it's starting to be, and he, him using it as a toy. A toy that becomes something more sinister. More sinister or just more, um, there's more story behind it. Yeah. You know? Uh, True. I think, I think a lot of that too is, is the more we learn about gem tech, because right now it's just cool, like, we, we think of it as just cool magical things. Yeah. Cool magical toys that you can play with and sometimes go wrong. Um, <laughs> but, but as we get into the next couple episodes, you realize that there's a history behind it. And there's, um, and, and there's, there's a lot of, um, memory and there's a lot of um, possibly pain or nostalgia or things like that that are connected to it for the gems that Steven's unaware of. Yeah. So that's, um, I there's think a lot of history. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Steven doesn't know any of the history. So he doesn't, he doesn't know how to, um, how to really respect it yet yeah, or how to respond to it. Respond to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, and I think the mirror gem finding Lapis, like meeting Lapis and realizing that this like thing that he was using as a toy was like a person it really like changes the way he, um, interacts with gem tech and gems in general. Yeah. Like, Cause I mean, I think it's a really like growing up moment for him. Yeah, I can't wait to get into it next week. Yeah, uh, yeah. next, <laughs> next week. Or ne- yeah, because we still have um, indirect kiss and one more um, monster buddies. Was it? Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, there are two. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I keep thinking that we're almost to mirror. Yeah, gem. but yeah. there's like one more week and then mirror gem. Okay, um, but yeah, indirect kiss is definitely next week, and I believe and, monster uh, buddy. Is it monster buddies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. That so, will be a fun one. Yeah, those um, are both really good episodes. Though we we just really want to get into Mirror Gem and Ocean Gem, but just it it kind of kicks off the next. Um, I know it's still for a season, but it sort of kicks off the next um, big arc arc of se- it's like yeah, it's almost a um, a new season. Yeah, but because um, it's uh, season one A and season one B, so a little like, bit. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. and those episodes for for lots of people. I feel really changed, um, really changed Steven Universe for them because I think it used to be like this fun show with like, and then suddenly there's a whole universe, there's a whole world, and yeah, yeah, it adds it, the universe to the adds, Steven Universe, yeah, right? they add lore to it, and it's like, damn, like <laughs> up until this point, we've had the Steven part of it, yeah, and then and suddenly there's like we universe, have, <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, I hope we've been good about about. Um, Keeping the space. Sometimes I, I think I add space stuff to the mix, and yeah. I don't know if new users or, or new listeners um, know that space is involved. But yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry if that. It's hard. It's hard to sometimes edit that yeah. out. But um. But yeah, once we get into that, then we can kind of confirm. Yes, there yeah. are space. And they're they're aliens. actually aliens. Yeah. They're not just like magical girls. Not magic like, women. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so that'll be so. <laughs> that'll be a lot easier once we get there. Yeah, but yeah, this has so, been really fun. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Tweet at us. Yeah, email us. Let us know if you have um, have Lars or Sadie reactions because yeah, because we both really enjoyed yeah picking have... apart that episode. <laughs> uh huh. And and if you feel like one of them, or if you feel like you knew one of them, then I think that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. We want right. to hear about it. Uh huh. All right. Well, see you next time. Ending line. Come back and jam with us. Come back and jam. 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 <laughs>